summertime and the living's easy is it really easy boy am i crazy about uh lana del rey i i think it's i think it's becoming a little uh weird my obsession her new album's out norman fucking rockwell that's what it's called i'm not emphasizing it with the fucking and uh Boy, is it great. You'd love it, man. It's breezy and beachy. It's, it's like all songs about, most of her records are about, you know, surreal pain and suffering in Southern California. So this one, there's a lot of beachy stuff going on. And uh, I tell you what, if I was ever on my deathbed in a hospital, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before. I think the ultimate way to go would to be... Uh, You've never mentioned being on your deathbed? <laughs> when when do, is there a time of the day where it doesn't come up? <laughs> no, but I, I I call her my haunted chanteuse, and I want her to float in summertime. Well, she doesn't have to say summertime when she floats in, but I want her to float in as an archangel kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, but dressed obviously as like a in totally a, sexy nurse. Yeah, or in a bikini or something. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, and so then she pulls out this long syringe just full of morphine and just hooks it into the tube and just slowly pushes it as I stare into her eyes. And the last thing you see is her. Oh yeah, just this vision. The full lips. It's kind of weird. Like, the older she gets, she kind of has, like, a young Linda Blair thing happening. It's really hot. And as you're going into the the next world, yeah. she's singing to you. Yeah. Now, yeah. what song do you want her to sing? Oh, God. Uh, God Knows I've Tried. So you want God that? God Knows I've Tried. God Knows I've Tried. God Knows I've Tried. It's very angelic and ethereal. And and then it, at the it ends... God knows I've tried, and I'm gone. I'm a Lana fan. I mean, look, when you have a voice like that, and you write great songs, and you're absolutely gorgeous, yeah. it's the entire package. So who wouldn't like that? Do you have Pandora? No, I don't. Why? Why? What do you have against that? Because they pay artists shitty. Oh, they do? Yeah. My music is on Spotify and Pandora, oh. and I make seven cents. Oh. They rip off artists. Oh, I don't like that so at all. So I'm not giving them any money. Oh, great. That's why. I understand the access to all the songs and everything. I'd rather just buy the CD. Well, no, no, no. It's not about that. What happens is if you type in Lana Del Rey, it becomes Lana Del Rey radio, essentially. So it's Lana, but then it's all these other artists that fit into her... Mm-hmm. Thing. It, it makes your own playlist. Yes. I get that. And and it's like, before you know it, you haven't turned off Pandora in six hours, and you've just been on a journey. Right. Uh, but now that you tell me this, I'm that's not, very upsetting. I'm not giving them 10 cents. No, I don't blame you. That's totally fucking they wrong. They rip off. Every every artist will tell you so. God, see, everything goes to shit. It does. Uh, and, 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 and they play commercials. Everything you think is free, is, someone's paying for it. Well, I, I know it's not free. I mean, my God, see, I got an Amazon Fire Stick, and it changed my fucking life. I haven't upgraded to a new TV or new speakers, but I said, fucking, I'm getting a, a new DVR. Because, you know, we, we were talking about living in a condo before we hopped on the mics. And it's like, you got to follow all these fucking rules when you're in a condo. And HOA it's, sucks. It's totally upsetting. You know, I remember when I first moved into my buildings, we're going on 10 years now. I would say six months in. You're not allowed to smoke cigars on the balcony. You know how many cigars I was enjoying on my balcony? You can't a lot. smoke cigars. Well, guess what? It's going to waft in. Oh, and the worst thing, though, that I ever did, and I, 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 take, uh, I take full responsibility. 
We have our hummingbird thing. You have your feeder. I have my feeders. This was maybe a year and a half ago. I said, I'm going to experiment with bird seed. I'm going to get another (laughs) bird feeder. I want something else to make a big mess. Dude, it was the biggest mess ever. And my neighbors who live downstairs, they're renters. So like day one, I saw what a mess. Because they don't just come up and pick the seeds. They pick the seed out of the little shells and they flop around and the seed goes everywhere and feathers go everywhere and poop goes everywhere and it's filthy. You're not Terry Malloy from On the Waterfront or Mike Tyson with his pigeons or Matthew Modine with his birds and birdie. You're worse. So she comes up, a little gentle knock. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, um, did you just um, start utilizing a bird feeder? Oh, is it making a total? Yeah, my entire balcony's covered with <laughs> filth. So I killed the bird seed. I can't even have bird seed. No, you can't. HOA stands for hateful, obtrusive assholes. I like that. You like that? I like that. And it's the truth. I, I want to get away from HOAs completely. Yes. Anyone listening that's in an HOA will agree with us. It sucks. People suck. I know. Well, Becca Ramos, who was on our show. She, she was on our show. She was. She's she, on the HOA. She's Well, she... Well... It's good to know people who That's are on That's hard to, to knock that because she's yeah. a sweetie. Yeah. But I bet that she is probably outvoted a lot because yeah. she probably is probably you know pro-person and pro-working with people. Right. And she's probably outvoted by all the hateful people. I don't know, though. Her, her, uh, she's been on the HOA since day one, so uh, I think she's kind of the respected vet, actually. And we have a new HOA um, president who's very cool. She's just not so great about getting back at emails. But... Uh-huh. Um, it's funny, like... When I still we, hate it all. I know, it's terrible. But when I... When, I'm on the fourth floor, right? So when I first moved into the building, you know, homeless folks will leave shopping carts. They'll just abandon them. Like, they'll use them for a while, and then they'll just abandon them. I collected three shopping carts, ro- <laughs> rolled them down in the garage, cleaned them, and they became the shopping carts for 10 years. Because if you, you know, go to a box store on the week, you go to Target, you got to go buy all your TP and shit... You got to come home, you put it in a shopping cart, you, you take the elevator up, you wheel it to your front door, you unload it, and put the cart back in the garage. So you did this as a service to the building. So I thought... Being a good Samaritan. That's what I thought, making life easy. And they ripped you a new one. Well, they said, now listen, uh, they didn't really suspect me over the years, but they said, uh, we can't have these shopping carts. One belongs to Target, one belongs to Ralph's. That's not our property. We're going to get sued. Tell you what, let's get rid of the carts and we'll buy new carts. That hasn't happened yet. No, of course not. So you can and I'm only sure imagine. Target and Ralphs are calling them, saying, "Where's my fucking cart?" Right? This could they not. couldn't care less. Be a better segue from what I got a lot to tell you. So you're just gonna have to sit back, <laughs> okay. have some wine. I'm gonna have some wine. This is a great segue. Cheers, Max. Salute. We're drinking the. Uh, what is this? I picked it up here. Napa County Avalon Cab Sav 2016. Good it's very, year. very good. We carefully select, select grapes from Napa County's premier. I love when they put premier without the E at the end. Well, that's a different word, isn't it? Growing regions to produce a wine that blah, 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 blah. Uh, so groceries, right? So yesterday I came home with, gosh, maybe four. 458,000 bags of groceries. I would say weighing in at 2,690 million pounds. Wow. And there was no shopping cart to help you. No. So, so I really killed myself. 
And then I wrote a, I drafted an email to the HOA. Hey, uh, what happened with the getting the new carts for the building? Should I buy a wagon because I just killed myself lugging this stuff upstairs? I wrote in the email. We all know I'm a fat ass, but this is um, this is a lot of work for me, and 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 my back hurts. And and then I told him about my car accidents, and uh, I said I have accident back, and and no response. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of fun to torture them. All right, so dude, what was I shopping for? Why did I have so many groceries? You were shopping. Am I having a party? No. No. You are shopping for a shoot? That's a good guess. You're shopping for the fact that a relative was coming over? Did that already when my mom and uncle were in town you're staying shopping with me, blow up for beds. the upcoming new family you're creating <laughs> wow that's weird okay, that's weird i know it'll never happen. no and and she doesn't listen to the show anyway so fuck it fuck uh, it my, my wife is uh is uh, about to get her first colonoscopy oh <laughs> wow yeah she is of age so yes so you had to buy dude <laughs> colostomy bags dude <laughs> i buckets, swear to god my pails. my wife I was so upset. I was in the grocery store for 90 minutes yesterday. Piles of jello. She gives me a two-page list of the things she can eat. <laughs> yogurt. Cheese. Well, wait a second. Yogurt? You can have cheese before a colostomy? I didn't know that. But she doesn't put what kind of cheese. Do you want a Gruyere? Do you want a cheddar? Do you want a, uh, a horseradish? No, no you no. don't want horseradish before a colonoscopy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you can have. Well, I did it. And it was much simpler than what she did. Yogurt. Okay, well, there's fruit-based yogurt. There's plain yogurt. I remember, oh, it must be plain because you can't have fruit because fruit has seeds in it. She gives me this list without any clarification. I don't give it a once-over because I just assume she knows what she's doing. I get to the supermarket. Oh, no. She's at work. She never checks her phone. I said, stay by your phone. Stay by your phone. I have questions. Stay by the phone. There I am in the fucking pasta aisle. Because one of the things was, um, oh, what the hell was the wording? It was the worst wording. Refined pasta. What the hell is that? One that's gone to school or something? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I am refined pasta. Put me in the boiling water and let's have a fiesta. A fiesta? No, a feast. Oh, a feast. A feast. So... My God, I'm looking at 900 different pastas. I'm getting so angry. Which pasta do you want? I don't get it. She texts back finally. Well, it can't have wheat in it. All pastas have wheat in it. Okay, well, it can't have uh, egg in it. But how come eggs are on the list? I made her eggs this morning. You cannot win. That This is a situation that whatever you bought, whatever you second-guessed or whatever, if you try to think ahead, you'll never please her. And you'll never win. So you got home, and when she saw everything, what was the reaction? Oh, no. I, we didn't even get that far because oh. I had to basically clean out the entire fridge and completely restructure it. Oh. I want jello. What? Flavor jello? Fine. I'll just get a mix. Pretty soon, I was on my own. I'm just like, I'm doing this. I cannot wait for her. Uh, uh, I want popsicles. You can eat popsicles. Okay. I know well enough that it can't be real fruit popsicles. So right. got to have like... I don't know, Italian ice. or You can eat as many of those as you want. Yeah. So I'm looking at the popsicles. I got the freezer door open for 45 minutes. To all, the whole stock melted. <laughs> oh, it's just everything is an effort and a chore. 
You're feeling overwhelmed, Max. I'm overwhelmed. You are overwhelmed. Where's my moment in the sun? Where, where, who's shopping for me? I do all the shopping. Plus, I'm working. Plus, I'm taking care of the dogs. Plus, I'm this and plus, I'm that and plus, I'm this. By day's end, is it any wonder I don't want to? I don't want to do anything. And she's just at work smoking dope all day. <laughs> she's just getting high, listening to Pink Floyd. Yeah, she's just sitting. King Crimson, hanging out with all of her fucking That's millennials, right. and they're all wearing sandals. Can't wear flip flops to the office. Oh. You deserve another swig of wine, right now. You know what? You're right. Go for it. We will put this entire recording on hold while you pour some wine. Oh, it's really opening up. It really is. God, it's good. I would get this again. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that overwhelmed. You, you, you played, you're, you have a third band now and you played at a Bavarian buffet? What happened? Actually, um, I'm, I played a, a Lebanese restaurant gig last how'd that, week. And how'd that go? <laughs> Are pretty, we done with the gigs? It was pretty shitty. Um... No, I'm good. I don't, need, right. I don't need some more wine right now. All right. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. It wasn't a good. It wasn't. Uh, what is the band called? Um, that was a funk band. That. <laughs> Why do you keep talking in past tense? Is it already over? It's already over. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the last gig for me. The gig killed it. Yep, killed the band. Killed it. I'm out. Oh, really? I'm out of that band. Just because of the gig? No, no, no. It's it was other things that. What? What? Like what? It was actually proximity. They ain't listening. The band members. True. They're not. No, they're all they're all good guys. They they all come from downtown LA and Pasadena, and we rehearse on a Wednesday night. It takes them an hour and a half to come to me to come to your studio, and it's like they're done after two years. I don't think that they didn't want to come anymore. Oh, I didn't know you were with this third band for two years. Two years, and I got the vibe they didn't want to come, and they wanted me to start rehearsing in Glendale, closer to them. And I said, No, oh. I'm not rehearsing in Glendale. <laughs> no fucking way. So, oh wow! So where did they want to rehearse in Glendale? It's it's a pay it by a the hour place. Pay by the hour. You yeah. got a space that's free for them. Yeah, they that's exactly says, what I said. Everyone's a baby. I said I pay for this place. Why would I pay to go rehearse in Glendale? Let's all just so. And I get it. It's traffic in LA. Fucking yeah. sucks. Let's all just retire from independent creativity. And we'll just retire from getting on the road and driving anywhere. Yeah. Everybody has to come to my house all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's really time for me to like. Lockdown, pull a full on JD Salinger and check the fuck out. Yeah, just get out. Just get out. I would be fine. I just, really would. And and the, whatever people you're with, you know, just like um, catch you on the right. Just fuck with them. <laughs> just fuck with everybody. Yeah. It just becomes a big game. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, you know, Marlon Brando obviously was a legendary recluse, and of course he had the luxury of uh, a an island and b his house up in. The Hollywood Hills on Mulholland Drive, right next to Nicholson, because you right. know they lived on a cul-de-sac. Right, they could look at each other. They could look at each other from yeah. across the way and yeah. wave, and there was a lot of shenanigans. But uh, I don't know how this happened, but um, I started to think about Hearts of Darkness because I really loved that book, and then I started to think, besides Apocalypse Now, which was uh, loosely based on Hearts of Darkness in the John Milius script, there was a Hearts of Darkness movie made with Tim Roth as Willard going up the Congo to take down Colonel Kurtz, played by John Malkovich. Oh, really? I haven't found it yet, but I'm like, I gotta revisit Apocalypse Now, dude. I watched Apocalypse Now. I watched Apocalypse Now Redux. And then I watched Filmmakers, uh, Heart, Hearts of Darkness, a that, Filmmakers Apocalypse. Wasn't that done by his wife? That was done by his wife, Eleanor. Yeah. And another, she shot a bunch of footage. Right. And then another documentary filmmaker. Absolutely fascinating from start to finish. The, the, 
problems and the plague on that set and how that would never happen today. I mean, towards the end, Francis, he says it on camera. I don't know what I'm going to do. So if I can't have Marlon and I can't have Dennis Hopper in the same room together because they hate each other, I don't have a movie. Because he basically just made everyone improvise towards the end. Really? It was all improvised. It was like experimental filmmaking. And they actually did hate each other? On Francis's dime. Well, Francis said they had a, a tough time with each other. But also in the film, Kurtz isn't supposed to like... Dennis, the photographer, you know, the crazy, right. zany, hippie photographer. Right. So it could have been an actor's choice. I, I want to avoid Dennis, if, if at all possible. But I, I showed up, Lorenzo, on the set, and I, I, was, I was quite heavy, and Francis was quite shocked. And I had hair, and he said, well, I, I was hoping you could shave your head, like in the book, when Kurtz is bald in the book. And I said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Well, in the book, I never read Hearts of Darkness. Like he said. But Marlon, you have to work with Dennis. No, I, I, I don't have to. I will throw a book at him and I will call him a mutt. And <laughs> I swallowed a bug. That swallowed a bug shit. <laughs> and by the way, Marlon, are you and Jack Nicholson having orgies together? Yes. Well, we had so much fun. Jack and I would stand out under the boot, staring over both sides of the, of the valleys. Swinging our dicks in the wind. Do you remember when they worked together in Missouri Breaks? I never saw that one. That's a terrible movie. Oh, okay. That's probably so why. Bad. They probably had a much better time just doing yeah. dicks in the wind. <laughs> it wasn't no uh, heat with Pacino De Niro. Right. But uh, no, it was really fun. And then, you know, Brett and I, who are working on this uh, horror project still, I showed him Apocalypse Now and Hearts of Darkness because I thought he would be inspired by the filmmaking craziness. But, and he uh, was not. No, he loved it. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. So you no. went down that that deep. I went. I went up the river. The rabbit five hole. Times. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, it's cool. I remember when it actually came out. Yeah. I'm old enough to remember the uh, seeing it in the Cinerama Dome. Yeah. And, uh, I Have thought you it, seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, not yet. Really? I might see it next week. I hope it's still. I don't think it's playing at the. Oh, it, if, yeah, it is. Promise? No. <laughs> I'll see where I see. Dude, it. I saw it four times. Wow. I, I want to see it. I thought it was well. Uh, you're you're much more of a movie file than I am. I, I mean, I love movies, but you're. I know, but you don't watch movies. You don't watch TV. You don't do anything. I'm busy doing creative stuff. Well, so am I, but I still have time to to look at things. Well, I don't have time. Well, excuse me. <laughs> what am I watching right now? Forget what I'm watching. Well, you're you're also much more into pop culture, and you you're more hip than I am I'm as far as hip. what's going on, who's doing what. I learn a lot from you. Oh. Well, I will say that I think Sebastian Maniscalco is the new funniest man alive. But that's Who's he? Exactly. He's got specials on Netflix. Oh, so I don't even know who he is. Uh, hilarious guy. He just hosted the MTV VMAs, which we turned off after 10 minutes. No, I, I really don't have time to watch a lot of TV. That's funny because my mom was in town, and she has seen every show. Have you seen this? Have you seen that? Have you seen this? Have you seen that? No, Mom. I haven't seen any of this stuff. What are you kidding me? Because I wanted to show her the act on Hulu. Oh, I've seen it. You have, Mom. If you're well, the thing is, she multitasks with all of her arts and crafts. Oh, so she's, she's sort of looking up, looking down, yeah, looking up. So she she's not really seeing anything. She ain't seen nothing. Right. She ain't seen nothing. So she gets me on the couch, and it's like, I took her to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I took her and my uncle. I really spoiled them. Uh, my uncle loved it, and I said, Mom, what'd you think? It's me. It's my life. What does that mean, Mom? 1969, that's, that's, that was my life. 
1969, you weren't living in Los Angeles. You weren't Sharon Tate. You weren't a washed-up actor and a stuntman palling around. What? What are you talking about? You just don't know what mom's talking about. But for the next few days, I'm like, okay, mom, I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the zoo. I want to do this. I want to do... All right, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. She just stayed home and watched TV. I, you'd be surprised. I cannot sit for nine hours binging. These bingers. I thought you were Mr. Binge. No, I'm not a binger. I thought you binged on The Love Boat and you binged on... You don't binge on The Love Boat. What you do is you have a Saturday night planned where you're, you do two things. No more than three hours of television on a Saturday night. No more. You do like a stand-up comedy special and an episode of Love Boat with a couple of bottles of wine. That's an event. But no, you don't sit there all day watching The Love Boat. You th- is that what you thought? Yes. No! I thought that's all you do. You think, first of all, I have a reward system. I have to get all my work done, dogs fed and walked, everything ready for the evening. If I'm, if I'm making dinner for Nicole and I, I have to have it all done by five. At five o'clock, I'm allowed to sit down. I allow myself to sit down and enjoy something. You're a regimented person. <laughs> you have a goal. You have a life. I don't have a life. I'm just that sounds like a life. But that's not binging. I'm not sitting at home on right. a weekday. Well, I had a different perception of your, it, no. you know, no, plus I'm, ritual. I'm, I'm moving more. I'm moving my body more, man. So my wife's having the colonoscopy, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch her go through that, because I went through it. Are you going to be in the room? When she's shitting? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, no, but it will be funny. Like, um, she'll start late tomorrow afternoon. Her colonoscopy is Monday at noon, which mine was at 6 a.m. The fact that she has to wait that long is going to be very rough for her. Yeah, because you can't eat. You can't drink. Right. And I would do it as early as possible. She get, well, we can't because it's scheduled. Uh, but uh, I, don't know, I don't know what she was thinking. I, I don't make her schedule. But, but, dude, if she doesn't eat, if she gets hangry, she gets, she gets like, mean. Mm. So I'm really nervous about how that's going to work. Just tell her to take an Uber there. You'll meet her there. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, she's, you know... Firing off her meats and poor thing, poor little thing. Firing off her meats. Yeah, you're shitting. Oh, I thought she was like off meat. It's like no, no, no. Off her meats. You know, uh, man, I so don't. I don't want that. A couple image, years man. ago, we're coming up on our twentieth wedding anniversary. Congratulations! We've been together for twenty-five years. Right. But we're coming up this mo- uh, next month. October is our twenty year. Wow. A couple years ago, you know what I got her for uh, anniversary present? Um, a colonoscopy certificate. No, she'll get that oh, on okay. uh, Monday. Squatty potty. <laughs> so I give her the bench. She loves it. And she goes, the fuck is this? I said, happy anniversary. <laughs> she goes, what is it? I said, it's a squatty potty. Well, what does it do? What does it do? I said, listen, we are at base. Primates. Primates don't shit sitting on a seat. It ain't natural. They, they squat. squat. I said, you're going to get this bench and you're going to put it around your toilet and you're going to squat when you make boom boom. And, and what it is, I think it makes, you're using gravity. Yeah. You're using what gravity was meant to do, mm-hmm. which is to clean your colon. Yep. She loves it. I got two of them. I got one for me. If you go to a play and she goes to the bathroom, is she squatting in there? No. Okay. No, but she's hovering. She's a hoverer now. She, well, no, only in public. She's she'll, a she'll public hoverer. Oh, yeah. She doesn't. She will not touch a seat anymore. No. 
Her, even if you put a liner, her down, zone is six inches above yes, the bowl. Correct. I don't know how she does it. She has very wow. strong legs. I guess she does. But she she hovers her. I've it's seen like her doing do it. chair pose. Actually, in I'm, yoga. Yeah, I've seen her do it. You know, she she, boy, she's gonna hate that I'm telling you all this stuff. Uh, but she don't listen. So she, uh, what does she do? She leans forward. She sticks her butt out. She, she pees, and then she whip like cleans up and goes. Like I, I saw it. I've seen it a couple times. Like. You know, you walk into a bathroom and it's like unisex and there's a line. So you both go in. She pees. I, we, never, we never make boom booms in front of each other. But, uh, that's but, a good thing. But I don't mind watching a woman pee. I, I think uh, I'm not down with it's that. It's kind of sexy. No, 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 I don't want to see the actual liquid come out. No, the act is not very sexy. It's <laughs> you not. don't like when a woman is sitting on a toilet with a little tinkle? No. <laughs> no, I want the door closed for it's that. It's cute. No, it's not. All right. Okay. Do you think anyone is actually listening to this while they're eating? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay. Hey, I'm trying to eat yeah. my baked turn, potato. Turn it off if you're having a sandwich right now. I'm trying to eat my baked potato, and Max is talking about his wife squatting over a public toilet bowl. I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> Good. I can't believe you subscribed in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does anyone listen? I always ask you that. Uh, I think there's seven people. Really? Yeah, so and, we're, and we're two of them. Oh, okay. Right. Because you always make me listen to the show before you post it. Like, I try ah, to. Just post it. All right. I'll just post it. <laughs> In other news. Yes. Give me, give me some more non-squatting news. No, this has nothing to do with going. Anyway, let's wish my wife the best. I do wish her the she's best. she's scared. She'll be fine. I know she will. Be I, I don't see any polyps in her future. She's going to no, be, no, a, no. It's gonna be a polyp-free day. She'll be fine, clean. We're done. Beyond that, yeah, she'll be totally fine. But, you know, going under... She's very nervous about it. It's not that. a big deal. I had it done. It was fine. You wake up not even knowing it's done. That's what I'm telling her. I actually I actually feel that colonoscopy is wonderful. And she has wanted to do a cleanse for the longest time. Well, this, she's going to have it for it's a number of days. It's the ultimate cleanse. It is. It lasts you about can, three days. You can get everything out. Everything. And then you have a pristine, clean colon. And you can decide from here on out, what am I going to put into my body next? Right. Is it going to be in and out? Yeah. <laughs> or is it just going to be broth? I feel that she was struggling because uh, she had to she had to go uh, run some errands. And she was at Target, and she sends me a picture of uh, candy corn this morning, a little bag of candy corn. She loves candy corn. And it only comes out at Halloween. I said, hey, your candy corn's out. She goes, yeah, sigh. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I, I, that's just going backwards. If I'm going to do this cleanse and I'm going to start eating better, I'm like, honey, how many bags of candy corn do you buy every October? At least five or six. Just buy one. Right. That's already progress. You still have to live your life. Yeah. It doesn't mean you deprive yourself of joy. Have, have, your, have a little Halloween-y reward. When she's on her deathbed, she'll go back and say, you know, in 2019, I never had that Don't candy corn. Don't talk about my wife being on her and deathbed, you morbid so fuck. And then I'm so regretting that I didn't treat myself better. <laughs> Hopefully she In my next it. life, I'm going to have much more candy. <laughs> That's what she'll be thinking. While you're thinking of Lana singing to you, yes. she'll be thinking of candy corn. Yes. I wonder if I'm going to die in a hospital. I feel like I'm going to be one of those guys that just drops. You might die at a future Lana Del Rey concert. Which, by the way, I'm going to see her at the bowl. What? Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good show. We spent way too much. Well, we saw her at the bowl last time. You wouldn't believe how many strange looks I got because it's all young girls. Is it really? With flower wreaths in their hair. 
Yeah. So you, you go to the men's bathroom and nobody's there. It's completely empty. It's think, all women. I think I remember that. It's yeah. mostly chicks. Wow. And a lot of That's great for girls. you. Oh, I love it. You won't even be looking at her. You'll be looking at all the chicks around you. I said if, listen, I, I kind of I kind of like, like we don't really like going to the bowl anymore because the sound is just terrible. Terrible. One of my worst places. I don't like it. I'm not a bowl guy. And I don't like the process, but you can't help it. These acts come. So there was a choice between Morrissey again. I've seen Morrissey so many times. Or Lana again. I'm like, I love this new album so much. I gotta, we gotta see Lana, but we gotta be up close. So we got a box. Oh, you spent the money. Oh. $500. Oh. Hey, I've been doing all the talking. What do you got? I'll tell you my other story soon. I got nothing, man. <laughs> why are we doing this? I cannot well, I match why. you. We had a no. I'm doing. We had a things. guest today who bailed. We we were going to have a guest. I'm not going to say the name. Yeah, it's a it, Saturday. It's so going to be bailed. Yeah, we're on a Saturday, which is unusual. But uh, he had a work thing. And but at first, I it's was going like, to be really cool. Oh, this is great because I, you know, I got a lot going on. And then you said, "Well, why don't you just come down?" Anyone. We'll do it anyway. Let's do it anyway. Let's just talk about our lives. I'll get some food. We'll get some wine. You'll come down. And I'm like, I don't want to drive down. I turn into Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, why am I always in the Taliban with you? <laughs> I don't want to drive down there. I drove down here. You did. almost fell asleep at the wheel. And it's also really hot, too. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing. What? I'm do- I am directing and editing a music video right. for my band. And How's we, that going? we hired a very sexy actress. Yeah, you're into her. And she huh? came to my house, and I had her be very sexy with the lead singer. What was the first question I asked? You sent it? me a picture of her. I did send you a picture. I can't remember. First question, I, you don't remember anything. What did you ask? Did you get your brain checked? Did Sheila and Victor tell you what I told them, your, your no. folks? They were supposed to tell you to get your brain, get a CT scan, because <laughs> you forget I, everything. I, I suffer from CRS. I, what is can't, that? Can't remember shit. <laughs> uh... I asked you if she was foreign. You did. Yeah. And you were right. She is. Yeah. She has that foreign. She's from the Netherlands. Look. Yeah. She has that blonde. She's from the Netherlands. Netherlandy. Beautiful look. Dutch girl. Dutch. Came over. I will announce it when it's all done. It'll be online. I was so excited to be in the video. <laughs> I put on my wooden shoes and no. I made out with Chevy. It, it was. Color it, it wasn't Tim Conway at Mrs. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. No, it wasn't. I would like to go make a pee-pee. Mrs. Wiggins. So I'll come back to the shoot as soon as I make the pee-pee, but I'm going to hover over the ball and not have my cheeks actually touch the ring of the ball. This is why there were no, there's no dialogue. Because she, <laughs> <laughs> she would have sounded exactly like that. Yeah, but, but she looked really hot. But, but there's a... They, it's going to be good. So but, I'm but editing But Chevy and her make out in the video, right? Little, it's, it's, it, Did it you looks tell real. her that ahead of time? Yes. Okay. I, I gave her the full rundown because she called me and said, what the fuck am I in for? Oh. And I said, this is what you have to do and what we'd like you to do. And, and we were very upfront. We were not Good. doing any kind of, you know, Harvey no, Weinstein. No, you wouldn't do anything No, it was, sleazy. we were in this Me Too era. We, every you single, gotta be super every careful. scene was like, is this okay with you? Yeah. Is that okay with you? Was that okay with you? We want to do this. Is that okay? Yeah. Are you okay? All, the, all day long. Yeah. And she gave the thumbs up for the whole day. Yeah. And she was great. And she looks great, and she acted great, and it's going to be a very sexy I'm rock excited. and roll. It's going to be good. Look at you, the filmmaker. It's fun, isn't it? Trying, yeah. Are it's a lot of work. It on your can- what kind of Canon do you got? I have a Sony. Oh, a Sony? I have a Sony. It shoots in 4K. Oh, yeah, the 4K. It's looking good. I don't want to ever see myself on the 4K. You know, we shot in five different locations. I'm not going to give it all away. Oh, so you, is everything in the can? Yeah, everything's in the can. Oh, uh, how great. Yeah, everything's in the can. 
So I'm just editing. That'll be a fun little promotional. When's it going to be out? It's going to be out. I'm hoping in two months. Nice. Give yourself some time. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So uh, uh, I went and saw my friend Richard Cheese. Who might be, maybe, right? Yeah, you know. A future guest. When you approach a guy like that to, to, look, it's so confusing if, if he, he's also this other guy named Mark. But he's also a Richard Cheese, so that's his stage persona. He just but seems like a really interesting guy. He is a very enigmatic fellow. The point is, he very, very kindly, because we're friends, and uh, we have lunch. And, and at first it was like, what is going on with this dude? And then I started to kind of become fascinated with him. He's, he's very, very funny. Very funny guy. And I had never seen Richard Cheese. He was so kind. He um, gave us the VIP treatment. Oh, how nice. Gave us the tickets. We uh, had a, a beautiful table up front. You show up. My name was on a little sign, uh, except it was at the fucking, th- these canyon venues that we go to. Yeah. You dragged me to see the fix. I did. It was the same. It wasn't the same as far as the seating situation, because at the fix, you're, you're seated at a, like a 50-foot table with 400 other people, and you're all eating, and it's, it's like a, a, something out of Lord of the Rings or something. I right. But... This was kind of the same story. Like the place was totally disorganized. I've never seen anything like it. And when we saw the fix at the canyon, you and I, there was no air conditioning. Same story. They it's terrible. Were, they won't put the air conditioning on. And the food sucks. The food is not very good. Not very good. So, and you have to buy food in order to get a seat. If you don't right. buy food, you got to sit. In the, you got to stand in the back. Correct. I hate that. But I, uh, I am not standing in concerts anymore. No, no, that's. Not I it. need a seat. That's it. so. I sat down. We sat down at the table that he he had reserved for us, and it's like we're looking around. We're looking around. There's no server. There's no. There's no waiter coming up to. Don't you want to come up and and let's order drinks? Let's get some food going. Let's get it going. Nothing. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna take charge. I went up to a guy and I said, "Do you serve food in here?" He's like, "Yeah." You should get it I'm like. <laughs> Is that what he sounded like? He was helpless or useless. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go up to the bartender, give her my card and say, now listen, I need you to be my go-to gal. We're sitting right over there. Keep the check open and you'll get the food to my table and you'll get the drinks to my table. She was your concierge. You wanted that and you'll pay for it. Yes. Was she open to it? Very nice. Yeah, she was fine. But um, so we got finally got that taken care of. And, And Mark comes out to say hello to us. And I'm like, the show hasn't started yet. He's not dressed like right. His he's I- just a guy. His iconic alter ego. He's just a guy, but still, he's bound to get recognized. So that was weird. Show starts. Holy crap! He comes out. <laughs> I mean, he's got a big following. He's already having trouble with like the sound. I, is there a sound thing going? I, I it's it's very Andy Kaufman esque, and I don't know if he'd be insulted by that. I don't know anything, but it was very like. Is this part of the show? Is this really happening? Right. Because this is kind of how he is. Right. But is this how Richard is? The lines blur. Right. No matter what, dude, it was fascinating. And my wife sat there watching the whole time, and she's like, what is happening? I'm like, isn't it something else? Right. It's really something. It's almost like, what, what is the stand-up character that Andy Kaufman created? Tony Clifton. Right. Is it, is it Tony Clifton-ish in the sense that well, no, you don't know if it's has, real, you don't know if it's not real? He has real? genuine talent, and that dude's mind does not turn off. He taps into everything really? that's going on. Everything. A guy could be on the side. He's got rules. No flash photography. And it's a live band. Live band, and they're fantastic. And, you know, uh, they do all these swinging lounge covers of, you know, 
Not cl- well, I guess there's some classic rock in there. Yeah, they did some pink. But it's kind of like what Bill Murray used to do on SNL when he was like that that really weird lounge singer. Yeah, yeah. Who was almost kind of good in a way. Yeah, right. You know. But uh, but boy, we just had a blast, and and he he called me out twice. He sang Helter Skelter. Did he say, "Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Cook is in the audience." Yeah, he said Matt Cook. Did I just say Matt Cook? Yes, you did. Oh, sorry. Uh, but then he said, "I have some um, friends here tonight," and he called me out again. He said. Max Cook, the voice of Chester Cheeto. It's Cheetah! <laughs> so I kind of raised my Modelo awkwardly. Did you get a big hand? People were very nice. Very nice. I, 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 That's I a nice little moment. No, but it was like, what? what are you calling me out for? And then I appreciated it. Of course. And uh, so, dude, uh, I, I'm going to work on getting him out here. That but, would be great. That'd be fun. it's a wrangling situation. Well, he's busy. People and People are delicate. And you know. He, it's he, like, yeah. uh, here's the thing. You have to get into my car like... Right. I don't know if he's and just drive wanna, to Santa Monica. I don't know if he's going to want to drive to Santa Monica. He right. lives in I think he lives in the valley. Tell him that we'll supply wine and food and and cheese and whatever. I don't know if he can eat cheese. Oh. I don't know. How do you know the dude? Um I know him through uh Premier Radio Network. Oh. He used to be a he's a big radio guy. That's oh. that's what I love talking to him. He's got he worked at K-Rock. No shit. Oh yeah, he's got all the K-Rock stuff. He was just on K-Rock, I, I think. As a DJ. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, not a DJ. No, no. As a personality. Like, oh. he worked with Kevin and Bean and... Oh, he would do voices and stuff? And oh, yeah. He did Bob Hope. I think Bob Hope is, is the funniest thing he does. So, he is a voiceover guy in a Oh, way. yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. He, okay. He's multifaceted, multi-talented. Got it. Get him uh, in here. He's he's going to be in the new Kristen Wiig film. He went down wow. to Mexico. Cause Can you actually say that? He's already announced it. Oh, has he? Okay. He's announced it. So, it's it's out there. But it was secret before. But yeah, he's going to be uh, playing. He plays a lounge singer. Get that guy in here. Well, he's very fussy, so we got to right. see. Well, tell him, have him come I to know he likes uh, dog and steamed pony show. vegetables and salmon. <laughs> well, really? I got to buy salmon for the dude. <laughs> I got to fucking grill, grill salmon. salmon for the guy. So no expectations, audience, but we'll try. All right, try, dude. If you're a Richard Cheese fan, he may or may not show up. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's great. All right, we'll try. Do the best you can. We'll do the best we can. Yeah. So I have to ask you because the dogs are such a big part of your life. We had yeah. other episodes, you know, basically yeah. devoted to your dogs. What's the status of those two dogs that are kind of the loves of your life? Barney Fife and Malcolm. Yes. Well, Malcolm's getting very, very old. I oh, will him. He's an old in man, this, huh? This stroller, yeah. He can't see for shit. Uh, Barney Fife is. Uh, <laughs> he is amazing. He he is a little work in progress. The problem is, my mom comes to town, right? And Barney becomes her dog for a week. And she kind of like does whatever she wants with him. So it's like we have to kind of retrain him afterward because he, he, he globs onto her. So it's like, Barney, aren't you happy here? No, I want Lala. Because, you know, we, Lala you, is mom's grandma name for both my sister's kid and for my dog. Okay. So when Lala comes to town, it's like this huge deal. He sleeps with her. We... we we go ignored for I the full week. So he basically has no... Loyalty? Yeah. Allegiance? Right. Correct. Yes. Correct. And in the known in certain terms tells you, I'd much rather be with he her. He could drift off into another home right. and then wake up in three days in another home and go, oh, shit. Where, where, where am I? Where, 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 oh, whatever. Yeah. This is I'm fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Max, so that's why, Max who? That's why, God forbid, if, if Malcolm should um, pass... In the in the coming months or years soon, I think leaving Barney wouldn't be a problem. I think no matter who we left him with, if they had to come over and take care of him at my house, not a problem. 
I think he'd be okay. All right. So Malcolm is checking He's out. He's a free spirit. He's not checking out! What is wrong with you? Mentally. Like, he's to the no, point where he doesn't really care. he's still very sharp. No, I I'm didn't a- say he was checking out. All right. This is why you brought it up, just so you could say that. You're so weird. <laughs> Malcolm is checking out? I never said anything about it. I said he's old, he has a hard time walking, and he can't see anymore. Oh, so he's checking out. No, he's still... <laughs> but he doesn't really give a fuck about you. <laughs> Let's be honest. All right, I've had enough. This has been a great show, everyone. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Sick.